Yeah, it should be episode. Yeah, it definitely should. Be. It should be episode six. We should know this. Yes. Yeah. Hi guys, welcome back to Behind the Stage Pod. Yes, Behind the Stage. I'm actually on Spotify right now. Looking one, wow. two, three, four, five. Yes. So, wait, six. Oh my god, no, episode seven. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. This is episode seven, girl. Damn! Wow. Okay. So episode yesterday, seven. So the last episode we did, did we say episode five? I hope not. Oh my god. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh well, too but, late. Yes, but I'm Jenya McCoy. And I'm Sharona Roni Roan. Thank you guys for being here again. Um, just jump in. How's your week? Oh, we, we came off of um, grown grown woman summer. Yes, caravan weekend. <laughs> yes, caravan weekend was. Here I am saying caravan was low key. Yet I went to like you were out every night, fam. Like what? <laughs> well, not every night, but every day. I what did I do? Oh my god, we went to on Thursday. We went to the Shame Moisture event, so that was on caravan Thursday. Oh, yes, 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 that was lovely. Yeah, one of the two. I think it was the Wednesday. Yeah, maybe it was the Wednesday. Yeah. So that was a cool event. Yeah, Shea Moisture event was cute. Yeah, shout out to Shea Moisture and Mm -hmm. the amazing gift bag. Oh, my God. Oh, yes, oh, my God. I read up on the exact products that I use. Girl. I was so happy. That lotion... I had a... Oh, it's right here. Yeah, I've been using it daily. So good. so good. So good. So there was that, and then the Friday, I went to my boy's birthday dinner, um, my boy Dwight. Um, funny enough, we never spoke in high school. We actually hated each other in high school. Oh, wow. Like, he was like dude, the dude that had the screw face, and so did I. So the screw faces never linked like, up? Yeah, we never linked up. Like, we just, we just hated each other. And, like, a few months ago, um, a friend of mine had, um, like, an event, and he asked me to help out with it, and um, who comes through the door? Dwight. 
and I'm looking at him with the screw face, looking at me with the screw face. <laughs> All these years, y'all still have the screw yes. face. Damn. And then what you call it? We were like, but we were by ourselves, and we just kind of hashed it out after how many years, and just became cool after that. And he invited me to his um, birthday, and I got to see all my boys from high school and even elementary which was really, really, really dope. Uh, Caravan of Saturday, what did I do? Um, oh yes, my boy Antwi had something, so I went to that. And Wayne Warner had something, which was cool, at the Thompson. And Sunday did a day party with my homegirl Glenna. And yeah, it was definitely eventful, but I was supposed to go to OVO Fest on the Monday was yeah it was definitely on the monday but your girl was tired it was tired way too tired yeah i yes. bet yes <laughs> yeah and then um most recently mm-hmm. we went to afro chic <gasps> yes oh my god everything's such a blur yeah <laughs> i know but Afro Chic was great. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Amoy Henry, mm-hmm. who did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. And her team. Ray, Vanessa yes. Kraft, like all these amazing people. Um, our boy Nigel was one of the hosts, you know. So it yes. was just a great time. Yeah. Um, just black excellence, you know. That's always like nice. Absolutely. To be in that room. Yeah. Even when Issa had her discussion like the place was packed yes like just to see all of that melanin yeah in toronto yeah i mean even Issa was like yo i didn't know y'all were this black (laughs) but it's true yes it was it just you felt it you definitely felt it in the room there was a nice aura in the room yeah yeah. and uh, i got to style a robot which yes correction the humanoid, the android. Oh, yes. Um, Bina48. Politically correct. Yes. <laughs> who um, was created by Martine the Rothblatt. Sorry, Martine Rothblatt, who um, is the um, creator of SiriusXM. She created Bina. And um, yeah, I got to meet her technician, Bruce, and got the whole squad together and created this amazing look for Bina. Um, shout out to Precious Threads by Abiola. Her and I created this look for Bina uh, with the ruffles in the front. And my cousin Natasha did the hair and Asha did the makeup. You had yeah. the whole squad out for Bina. Yeah, she felt great. Yeah. I know she did. I know, I know she did. <laughs> did her circuits tell you that? Oh, yes, girl. <laughs> yes, girl. Yes, yes. When she, when she was on, like... Yeah, it was just, it was just dope too. Yeah, just, that's a really cool experience yeah, for sure. Because Afro Chic's theme this year was tech, right? Like yes. black people in tech. So they had a lot of um, activations mm-hmm. dealing with tech and black people in tech specifically. So that was a pretty cool um, thing. Yeah, and, and it was cool that you like even to just think that Bina would need a stylist and Girl. need a makeup artist. That's like Girl. pretty crazy. It was wild yeah, going up yeah. into her t- hotel room and yeah, and it was yeah. it's it's wild because when I spoke to Bruce, her technician, about her, and I was just like, okay, so how do you travel with her? Like, how does the plane thing work? Yeah. So he's just like, um, 
So is she a luggage? To, well, she's in a luggage, but she's not a carry-on, and she's not a bet. Ba- you can't put her through baggage claim. It's an extra seat. Oh my gosh! So Bina has a seat yeah, on the plane. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's wild. wild. So when Bruce was telling me when he is sitting on the plane and he has a seat on the pl- on the I mean he has the um, suitcase on the seat, people will pass by. And one guy was just like, what do you have in there? Like, some human? And he was just like, in a way. (laughs) That's freaky. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. But, uh, yeah, it just, it was a really cool experience. That's an awesome experience. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, Yeah, I mean, my caravan weekend. Yes, girl. I'm very proud to say that it was very chill and low key. Oh uh, yeah, um, it was. I am so elated that I got to spend three days by the pool. Oh yeah, I seen tanning pictures, like drinking my coconut water, yes. have me a little hydrated, you know, right? Stay hydrated, yep. t- tanning oil on deck, like that. That's such a treat for me mm-hmm. because. Being a buyer, yes, I'm on the road all day, but I'm, like, in traffic, and I'm mm-hmm. in my car. And, like, yeah, it's great that I'm not at a desk all day, but at the same time, I'm not enjoying the sunshine. Yeah. And, you know, we got to soak it up as we get it here in Toronto. Absolutely. So I was I was so happy with that, you know. Didn't do the parade and all of that. Um, but, of course, you know, the highlight and the hype was going to OVO Fest. Oh, yes. So um, Chrissy and I went... Um, April was there on the second day, um, Jade, her daughter. So it was really fun. Like it I so much fun. always have a great time at OVO because you get your bang for your buck. Absolutely. You know what I mean? On so many levels. I love seeing the city come out. Mm-hmm. I love seeing like running into people that I haven't seen in a yes. long time. Um, and then, of course, the day, uh, you know, I was living my best life for like the millennium tour portion of oh it. Oh my Like girl, God. when you can be in a place and know every lyric because you grew up on that shit, like yep. that was so fun for us. And you know, just, just, it brought us back to high school days. So that was awesome. And then of course the second day with Drake bringing out all, you know, the surprise Ooh. guests. And we always know that's the formula, yeah. but we just don't know who's going to come, right? And it was perfect. So when I saw my baby Chris Brown, when, when I... When I found out Chris Brown was coming, I'm like, Sharona I'm gonna is die. probably in a corner <laughs> bawling. Like, like, oh my God. I lived my best yep, life. Like she's probably Lost sweating from dancing. Boys. Like, oh my God, I was dancing so much. I just had the greatest time. And then when I hear Rick Ross's voice, yeah, like just, trust me. just that voice mm-hmm. is just like, <gasps> like, like Rosé, right? Yes. And then like Meek Mill, like, you yeah. know, and then Cardi is, Cardi B is such a great entertainer. Yeah. She's funny. She's, you know, um, exciting, all of those kinds of things. So that was lovely to see. And along with like so many other people, people but overall that was like the gist of my weekend that mm-hmm. weekend um and you know what I said leaving there I said you know what I'm so proud of us mm-hmm. that nothing popped off like there was oh, no geez. considering where we were considering mm-hmm. the climate of the city if we're honest yeah and considering that there were so many bodies there and we're literally like duck walking out because mm-hmm. it's so packed you can't just rush out yeah you know what I mean and Everything was cool. 
there was no you know what i mean and i really respect um the city for how they respect drake's events for the most part because he puts on for the city Mm -hmm. and that's goes without saying it's no doubt about that and i really appreciate how people just behave themselves. trust me you know what i mean like um for the most part so that was great um and yeah again afro chic you know this past weekend and um had a great time like i i love to see i met a lot of people who work in the tech world mm-hmm. and even just um, with the things that we're doing with CHP, those kind of worlds will cross sooner Absolutely. than later. Um, so that was very great. Like we kind of came in and and accomplished what we wanted to mm-hmm. in terms of supporting Amoy, supporting her, her team, of course, but also um, meeting specific people in mm-hmm. specific arenas, you know? Um, so that was really um, a po- important to me and it was mission accomplished and then like you know just over the past week like we're, we're heading into filming our first um feature film mm-hmm. well a short film i should say with uh chp for a little white lie so we're getting everything Fantastic. together with that so it's like you know we're skating over a new territory and it's exciting it's scary it's nerve-wracking it's busy it's all these things so, yeah, that's kind of where my mind will be for the for pretty much the rest of the month. Mm-hmm. So, that's that's that. Yeah. I didn't even talk about my work life. Jeez. Well, yeah. <laughs> work has been obviously crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um getting into um what do you call it? The film industry. Thanks to you, I got a great buying part-time job, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Mm-hmm. So, I I started that last week and um I mentioned on the last pod um, episode that there was this cool opportunity that I got um, in visuals. So um, I'm actually um, an Adidas visual uh, merchandiser, which was dope. I got to go to the Mm -hmm. Adidas head office and um, it's wild. I've always been here and there in terms of fitness. Mm -hmm. Like there was a time where I was going to the gym heavy like for like two years just it was like a regime for me and then I fell off because I got lazy Mm -hmm. and in my job as a visual merchandiser it's pretty much like fitness (laughs) like you're lifting mannequins you're climbing ladders you're running here you're running there like it's a lot of um, strain on your body and um yeah by the time I got home I was always exhausted but after going into this training with Adidas and um, being there for two days um, knowing the lifestyle, seeing the work environment. How... You even mentioned that their lunches are like healthy lunches. Oh, yeah. So. Like the lunches that we got were just super healthy and everybody in there just very fit. Um, they have a good life um, underneath their office and everybody that works there gets to go for free, mm. which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I realized that I want to take fitness a little bit more seriously and start like possibly going to the gym every now and then okay yes yes even just like a little start Mm -hmm. you know even like taking up like walking Mm -hmm. because they're really on the whole walking and running thing like around the the lifestyle yeah Yeah, so i really want to do that good for you yeah health is wealth girl absolutely health is wealth and and you know 
honestly, it's crazy because we can be so busy. We can be so, you know, on point with life and all that. But the minute you get any sort of like minor or major major attack on your body Mm -hmm. in terms of health, it's like the whole thing shuts down. You you can't be, you're just not going to operate like you because you can't. You know what I mean? I remember when I came back from Jamaica and there was just, I just had this crazy bad cough. Mm -hmm. And it really like put a damper on like, me from day to day yeah I was just like yo what is this like I'm not being I'm not able to function at my highest capacity Mm -hmm. you know so health is wealth good for you so now you can actually like plan to come with me to the gym (laughs) and not just meet me at the pool after the workout (laughs) yes I will plan now that I I can get my little Adidas outfit. Wow. So you want to go to the gym to pop style. Wow. Wow. I have a little sweat. I was like, oh my God. It's like, I feel the burn. Oh my oh, God. My Adidas, in my Adidas outfit and my shoes and Goodbye, show off the kicks. Yeah, I'm really going to take it seriously. I'm really going to take <laughs> no, it seriously. That's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> and I forgot to mention... I'm getting a new car. Oh, really? Yay! <laughs> Congratulations. My baby is going Aww. to the scrapyard. Yeah, she served me well. I yeah. had her for like eight years. Wow, really? Yeah, and she is a 2006. Okay, so she, she yeah, spent her time. She, and she's still going. It's still a rough start every time. But, um, yeah, I can't live without AC anymore. It's just mm-hmm. too, it's just too much. And, um, yeah, my mom's friend found a car for me. It is a Nissan Altima and it has two mufflers at the back. Hey. So I'm going to be driving around like I'm a sports, what do you call it? Like one of those racers. <laughs> You're so funny. And I have my leather seats and it's a push start. <laughs> I mean, let me upgrade. Yes. <laughs> Good for I'm you. I'm so happy. You deserve it. Yeah. Because you know my. You know, <laughs> eight consecutive summers with no AC, girl. You deserve it. Trust me. You deserve Trust it. Trust me. So. That's dope. Good for you. So you get it on Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. Yeah, and sends the other baby to the scrapyard, okay. get some money for her, and. She served me well. But she did. She yeah, spent her time. But that AC situation, yeah. the last last year when the AC stopped working, I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These windows, the windows, the wind can only do so much. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. So speaking of this week, mm-hmm. um, along with the busy schedule and obviously Caravana that happened last week and so on and all these great things that have been going on. Um, I've also been feeling this bit of uncertainty mm. and a bit of this insecurity as well. It's funny, we just mentioned Isa about yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> insecurity. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I've been feeling really insecure lately and I don't know where exactly it's coming from mm-hmm. it's stemming from um, I was at my training um, a few days ago or a week ago and so forth and um, yeah it's crazy when you're like literally by yourself 
mm-hmm. your mind starts to wander. Of course. And you, like, we're so attached to our phones and we're millennials, so we're going on social media and so on. And um, there's times where I'll obviously I'll go on to post and there's obviously sometimes where I go on to, like, scroll and look at what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. And... Um, as I've been looking and looking at my friends and just other people in general, I can tend to get in my head a lot. And there's been cases where I've had, like, I believe we spoke about FOMO, fear of missing out. Yeah, yeah, that's um, a real thing. Yeah, it's a real, real, real thing. We mentioned that on the first episode of the pod. And um, I've, I've been feeling that. Um, I've been feeling this... How come I'm not moving fast enough? Mm. Um, why is this taking so long? Um, am I meeting the right people? Those are the things that are constantly going in my head. And um, I'm constantly doubting myself and mm-hmm. wondering, am I able to do everything that God has, all these gifts that God has given me? From being a speaker, doing visuals, and still doing styling or or buying or whatever it is, can I do all three or four? Can I just do all of these? Because our what society or just people what they say is you can't be um, jack of all trades and master of none. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't do everything. There's if you try to do everything, you're going to have your focus on one thing and then everything else kind of just gets this 20% or 30% mm-hmm. and so forth. And for me, if I'm going to be good at something, if I'm going to put my all into something, it's my all. Like, I can't just say, oh, yeah, 50% here and 20% mm-hmm. here and so forth. It all has to really work together. But at the same time, too, nothing's perfect. Something I always feel is going to get mm-hmm. um, the short end of the stick. So that's something that's constantly been going in my head. And after after a few weeks, I literally had a breaking point and I just started crying. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know where it was coming from. Which is healthy. Yeah. The release, like literally like what crying is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I literally started tearing up and I was just like, why am I crying? Why do I feel like this? This is like... I just try to like man up. You know, you when you're trying, like, mm-hmm. okay, stop crying. So you're trying to wipe the tears and be like, okay, stop getting in your head. And that's when I messaged you, and I'm just like, okay, I don't know what's going on, but I'm feeling like this. And as you know, I'm very transparent um, with my feelings. Yeah. But this whole insecure thing, people look at me and think that I am not insecure and that I have everything together. And that I am just the most confident person in the room. And for the most part, that is true. But there are times where I really don't know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. This is all a gamble. Mm -hmm. And I'm still figuring it it out. out. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't really know a lot of people that do... They may do these things separately, but all but together, all together they they don't do it. Yeah, maybe maybe they probably feel the exact same way I feel and are afraid to do it all. Yeah. But I just feel so confident, and 
I just love doing all of these things. I can't imagine dropping one. Yeah. It just doesn't make any yeah. sense to me. So for me, um, of course, like I've definitely been in that place of um, uncertainty before. And I think like just even what I'm doing at being an actress is like, it's not a cookie cutter as you know, it's not a cookie cutter um, sort of career choice, right? Mm-hmm. So it is very nerve wracking and that kind of thing. Um, but I'll speak to that point of, you know, the jack of all trades, master of none or whatever the case may be. I personally don't subscribe to that. Mm-hmm. I personally believe that I can <clears throat> do all the things. Mm-hmm. Um because to me it's like <coughs> if you've been gifted with in multiple areas mm-hmm. like why let the world society peers social media whatever try to make you feel like you can't do all those things mm-hmm. what i will say is what i try to implement in my own life is i can do all the things mm-hmm. I just balance the time. Mm-hmm. So you can do all the things. It's just when you are doing one, it's like all of your attention does go to that. And mm-hmm. then you kind of switch gears. So for me, just on a real practical level, if we're talking about tasks in the house, like just on a real basic level, mm-hmm. if I know I need to check emails, if I know I need to do research, if I know I need to learn script, if I know I need to sort laundry, mm-hmm. all those things, I literally put a timer on myself. Mm-hmm. And I say, okay, I have an hour. I'm designating this hour to this task. Mm-hmm. When that bell goes off, I switch tasks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I do it that way. Mm-hmm. For me, because exactly what you're saying, it's like I... I um acting i work as a costume buyer you know Mm -hmm. which is 12 hour work days so it's not like eight hour days and you have the rest of your you know i'm writing i'm directing i'm in rehearsals i'm doing all these things but it's like they're not literally all happening at the same time but Mm -hmm. in my mind i have to think about them all at the same time Mm -hmm. so i it is like and, and like you said like you can't imagine yourself dropping one because mm-hmm. if they are your passions and the things that make you happy and the things that you love and you're getting paid for those things, yeah. it's like, why would you stop? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But of course, it's kind of that feeling of like, you know, if I sort of... I mean, everyone operates different because some people say like, you know what? Let me just tunnel vision in this one direction mm-hmm. and this is the direction that will blow. But the thing is... Sometimes we put all of our energy and time into the thing we think is going to make us boss. And God's like, actually, no. Yeah. You're going to meet Steve and you're going to do a one thing with Steve and then you're going to blow. Mm-hmm. And you have put no time into that. But that's the thing I chose. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting. Um, no, it, it, it definitely, it definitely is. And yeah, it's, and I got I for me I just got to get outside of my head <laughs> at times and just and just know that any opportunity that's presented to me um it's god mm-hmm. and 
it's not by accident it's not by chance it's to help me grow like perfect example um like I said, I got this new um, visual contract and so forth. And then you came to me and was just like, all right, there's this buying position and so on. And um, it was part time. So I walked in last week and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my schedule and so forth. Hopefully it could work because I was really uncertain because I know how the film and TV industry works. It's just like it's either you're here or you're not mm-hmm. like one of the two. But the fact that they were so accommodating to my schedule was great. And then um, a few days later, I had more training at the visual job. And then they told me my schedule was slightly altered. They're like, OK, we got to add this extra hour to um your previous schedule to like all of the days so i'm just like oh my gosh now i gotta go back yeah and adjust and adjust it and i'm just like okay how is how is the um the show gonna feel that i've adjusted these hours Mm -hmm. because i mean at the end of the day like if they need me they need me like they can't like i don't want to be this person that's going to change things here and Mm -hmm, change things mm -hmm. here so i was really nervous for a few days and i'm like okay how am i going to do this so on the Friday, I walked into the office and I'm like, okay, so this is the thing. And with me, I like to like... Just lay it out. Just lay it all on yeah, the line. I'm like, too. I really want to be here. I love this opportunity um, to be a buyer on the show and it's part-time and so forth. And I just love the energy. This is the schedule. Um, if you want, I can start at this time and I can stay until you guys are done. I don't know if that works for you, but I'm also available on a Saturday as well. And the um, the woman was so cool with it. She was just like, absolutely. Yeah. And and here's the thing. It's like, and I think Issa kind of touched on this too, because I remember, you know, at AfroChic, she was saying like, you know, when you first start out anything, you kind of tiptoe and you don't know what to charge people. And you don't know, you don't stand up confidently in your um, value added, right? Mm-hmm. So for the situation of the show, they they had expressed to me that they need buyers. Yeah. You know what I mean? They need the extra help. So I'm already knowing that they're going to work with whatever your schedule is. Mm-hmm. And I find that at the beginning of any conversation, that's the time to lay it out in terms of how you want it to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you really have to just like sit in that confidently because it's either they get you for five to eight hours or they have no one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So when stuff works out like that, it's like, yeah, like you're not pushing it or whatever, but you're also like walking in unapologetically yeah. with that. You know what I mean? I, um, so, yeah, I'm glad that that all worked out. Yeah, and it's and it's cool because for me, I the majority of the jobs that I have are I'm my one I'm my <laughs> I'm the only one that I pretty much work for myself and work by myself. I work in visuals. I'm doing it alone. Um, when I do my speaking stuff, I do it alone usually for styling and by myself so being part of this team um on the show i just love the whole camaraderie like is that mm-hmm. the word yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I just love I just love that. And it's a different it's a different setting for me. Like I'm used to working in teams. I mean, heck, we work together, mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously, on the mm-hmm. pod. We've done styling together yeah. and so forth. So it's it's nothing not to mention I've worked on other shows, but I've always loved the whole team um, aspect of things. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I really loved be- love being on the show, because I find like I said, not being on a team in my other jobs, it's... It adds it, to the bit of yeah. insecurity and anxiety. Absolutely. And, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I feel you like I can't roll off ideas yes, to somebody. Yes, it's really all on you. Yeah, it's really yeah, all on me. Yeah. If I'm feeling a certain way, then I can't go to somebody and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling like this. And have them understand. They're kind of like, exactly. this is your job. Just yeah. Do, yeah. So I tend to just kind of hold everything in yeah. and think, okay, you know what? Even if I say, like I told you, like, I don't like, although I'm transparent, I sometimes feel like, if I share how I'm feeling and so I'm going to seem like this person like oh woe is me like mm-hmm. how come I'm here and I feel sad and this type of and you don't want to be I don't want to be that type yeah. of person mm-hmm. I kind of have I put on this front like things are cool mm-hmm. and everything is so shiny but mm-hmm. in actuality I'm like I'm about to lose it right mm-hmm. now. I don't know mm-hmm. what the hell's going on and I know that people are dealing with their own shit mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. so I'm just like I don't want to be this person to be like oh yeah these are my problems too mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. what advice do you have and so on and so on I'm feeling like I can just handle it on my own so that's why I, I always say like I I envy you at times mm-hmm. for having the why am I getting emotional <laughs> I feel like I'm getting emotional. This is the space. Yeah. It's all good. I feel like sometimes I, um, sorry. It's okay. Um, I sometimes envy you in those, um, spaces because you have, Mm -hmm. um, CHP mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. on so if you are going through a bad day where you're feeling like oh my god I don't want to do this anymore like you've mentioned mm-hmm. and then somebody is just like a girl snap out of it yeah. you're fine let's get or to or even work. okay girl let me take this over for you right now yeah and have a moment and come back yeah, yeah. like yeah. for me although I have a company that I work with yeah they're doing their, they're own, doing thing. their own thing they yeah. hired me to go out there yeah. and make stuff happen yeah so it's it's tricky it's and hard. i and i totally understand that and i and i appreciate your honesty and i appreciate that about our friendship a lot because it's hard and risky to mm-hmm. say to your friend i envy you in this area mm-hmm. you know what i yeah. mean um but because i know you and I understand, and mm-hmm. more importantly, I've been there, mm-hmm. I get it. You know what I mean? Because I went pretty much the my whole life with being mm-hmm. a Lone Ranger. Mm-hmm. Even in friendships, you know, like I, I roll with a girl crew, but at the same time, it's like them and then it's me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um as an actor, I always say I've never been a part of any acting communities, never mm-hmm. made friends with other actors. I didn't know where to begin. I was insecure in that realm because I was like, my insecurity came from 
how do I introduce myself as an actor when I can't tell you what I've been in? Mm -hmm. Because at that time, I hadn't done anything. Yeah. So I wasn't confident in even calling myself an actor for years, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And so I totally get it. And it was only when I started to, you know, when um, Joe and and I kind of... uh, started having first talks about the play and then it kind of developed into more and more and then we became real like a real team and a real unit that I was like oh this is what this feels like Mm -hmm. you know and it does feel great to have that support like of course it does and I always say um to my CHP team I'm like Finding the team is the hardest part. Absolutely. We deal with so much, you know, logistics, this, this, that, budgets, Ray, Ray, Ray. But finding the people who have a heart towards mm-hmm. you, have a heart for what you're doing, and who can be loyal and honest, that's the hardest part. Mm-hmm. So I totally get it, and I do cherish that. But I think, like, for you, I'm like, you know, and I always say, like, yeah, we're both busy and everything, but, like, I never want to be the friend that's too busy. Mm -hmm. That's very important to me. Like something that I hold like dearly to myself. Like, you know, I never want to be the friend that's too busy Mm -hmm. um, to to have these talks, to chill, to cock up my foot and have some wine just because it's a Wednesday. Like, you know what I mean? Like I never want to be the friend that gets too busy. And I think like, even with Easter, like so many things are coming back as I as we talk and I remember Issa was saying somebody must have asked the question like how do you deal with your success growing and Mm -hmm. friendships Mm -hmm. right and that's a very that's such a real conversation that rarely gets talked about absolutely you know what I mean because we go through seasons I've shared with you this is a season that looks like I'm excelling and all these things are happening, but this season did not come without many nights of uncertainty, Mm -hmm. many nights of tears, many nights of me just on my knees, just praying to God, like, what am I doing? Is this the right thing? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And this is just, so when you talk about insecurity or uncertainty, like I said to you, it's a season. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you just don't know. And and your assignment in this season is to just stay the course. Mm-hmm. Like, right now, we are going through getting locations and stuff for our film, going to film. And some locations have like been like, oh, actually, you can't use it anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But we still have to film. Yeah. So it's about like being able to jump over the hurdles as they come, mm-hmm. you know? Um but definitely, like, and that's the thing. I think even in our first episode when we talked about, like, being transparent as friends and the communication, mm-hmm. and that's what maintains the longevity of the friendship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's not easy. Um, but, like, I totally get it. Yeah. I totally get it. And just the, yeah, like, you touch on the whole transparency thing because it's, like, I've been feeling, like, I think everybody goes to these moments where they're like really uncertain and unclear and so forth. And for me, I my expression or my feeling is all over my face. Yes. People know yes. that I'm not like if I'm not feeling something or my mood or my spirit isn't right, I like yeah, it's all over me. I try to hide it. 
<laughs> but it's just there. So either that or I shut down. So it's like, I don't want it to ever come to a point where it's like, I'm in this mood and mm-hmm. people go through moods, but I never want to be through a mood and then say you or whoever doesn't know that I'm in a mood and then yeah. this mood lingers yeah. and I'm not saying anything. And they don't know why. And that's when people mash up. Like Absolutely. Yep. That's when people mash up, when they're not being transparent. And just, I mean, for me, I'm just like, at the end of the day, if you can't understand how I'm, what I'm going through, or just um, even just be there and so forth, then we're really not supposed to be friends. Like, yeah, exactly. And it's like, just continuing that thought is like, I think we mentioned it a little bit, but social media mm-hmm. it is like the gift and the curse you know yes. what i mean because on one hand you can expand yourself mm-hmm. you know to the world mm-hmm. right you can meet this person you can link up with this, do business exchange whatever you know what i mean mm-hmm. um make transactions over the internet and it's all wonderful mm-hmm. but like you were saying you know when you get into that place of scrolling and seeing what everybody else is doing and you know it gets you into that trap, that rabbit hole of like, yep. oh, well, what did she do different than what I did? Yeah. Or why did that work for him and not me? Yeah. Or, you know, am I doing something wrong? Mm-hmm. You know, and I can definitely um, identify with that because I always, and it's crazy because friends, as you mentioned, people from the outside looking at you will always say, oh, Janelle confident Mm -hmm. social butterfly you know great networker um all these things right and Mm -hmm. those things are all true right but those are the first things that people see yeah same thing with me in terms of confidence in terms of like well put together all those things and they're all true Mm -hmm. but it's like i've always considered myself and still do consider myself to be an underdog Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like in a sense of like people don't know me Mm -hmm. for what I want to be known for yet Mm -hmm. you know what I mean as far as my crafts um and I and I haven't I'm not even close to getting to where I want to be, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or where I see myself being like at this moment, you know what I mean? This is literally just on the journey, mm-hmm. you know, although here's the thing, although we feel like this, there are outside people that are like, yo, you're popping, you're yeah. actually doing mad shit. Mm-hmm. Like you're actually, and, and it's so interesting because for you, you always feel like I'm not doing enough. Yeah. I haven't accomplished enough, you know? And I think we share that same sentiment because we are creatives. Mm-hmm. And so it's always that that moving goal post, mm-hmm. right? You hit one goal, oh, wicked, that's exciting, but now what? Like, what's next? And, and we always beat ourselves up for that. And social media doesn't help, right? So I've yeah. definitely been in that place of like, yo, like, yeah, eh? Like, they got... And, and the thing is, I'm... I'm always celebrating. Absolutely. You know, it's never from this hater point of view ever, Mm -hmm. ever, ever, because I just don't live with that spirit. But it's really this thing of like, 
am I doing something wrong? Yeah. Am I like, did did I miss something? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like what? Or, yeah. So social media is scary that way. And you got to learn how to, as you were saying, how to just log out, plug out. Yeah. And just focus on yourself. Yeah. It's something that I'm trying to do. Like, I think maybe maybe it was about two years ago. I think I came off of um, social media or Instagram for like two to three months. I just needed a break mm-hmm. just from everybody, everything, and just focus on visual. And that's when I was in this transition of... Am I going to move away? Am I going to stay? Like, I just needed to zen out. And when I came back, it's it's wild because it's like, <laughs> people think something happened to you when you come back. Right. Like, when I did a post of me being away, and after me, after me being away for like three months, somebody was just like, I thought you were sick. I'm oh, like, Lord. Like, why what? does it have to be something negative? You see how people are mixed I'm up? I'm like what what do you mean <laughs> she's like you never made a post that you're going away i'm like i don't what have to make a post well, that i'm logging off for three months i'm like first of all yes i have friends on here but a lot of the people i have on here don't really know me and i don't need to tell you guys that i'm logging off for three months Facts. i appreciate your concern but it's not really your concern so it's it's the, it's that whole thing and so on so people just feel like they're so like yeah like entitled friends and entitled, entitled to know absolutely. all of your moves and absolutely. that that has always been my struggle with social media yeah. because even just talking to you know my brand manager and stuff like that and you know the the advice and stuff and you know the kind of thing about consistency Mm -hmm. and you know I've always said that to you I'm like yo I'm the worst with this like you know what I mean Mm -hmm. it's just not second nature to me because and also I'm a very private person Mm -hmm. so I'm not (laughs) private on Instagram because I'm out here in all my business but for me, I was like, okay, if it doesn't relate to, like, my career stuff, like, it's not something that I want to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just the the posting and the times and yeah. the analytics, I'm like, I don't even have the mental capacity for those things. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like I do it on my own time, but then it's kind of like people have short attention spans at the yeah. same time. So you have to understand if you're running a business, if you are your business, if you're representing yourself, mm-hmm. um, um, it is... It's important to maintain a balance. I mm-hmm. think balance would be the, the best thing to say about that. One thing that I um, appreciate or that I can kind of see with a team or having a, having a team is the fact that you always know that there will be somebody to advocate on mm-hmm. your behalf. Mm-hmm. Because let's face it, like, yes, you guys are a team, but you guys are not going to be everywhere at the same time. Absolutely not. <laughs> Like, it's, it's it's impossible. And the reality is, on our team, we all do different things. Absolutely. That can bring us in any which direction. Absolutely. Like, you know, not to cut you off, but mm-hmm. just thinking about even Joe and music. Yes. You know what I mean? If if the music side of his life pops off, we just have to, like, support that. And, like, may the force be with you and we're still over here mm-hmm. doing this while you go over there for that season. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I feel you on that whole thing. And uh, even the whole 
thing about you and I, like, although we don't necessarily have IBD, it's been done stylist anymore, we still always try to advocate or the word that we heard at afro chic sponsor sponsor each other yeah, yeah. that was big i like yeah. i like that term yeah as it I relates really, to this really really like that term and the whole term about sponsorship is being um an advocate for someone or somebody that you know who does amazing work and so forth and really letting whoever it is that you meet who you feel could benefit that person and letting that person that you meet know about that person like yeah. perfect example when i was working on um being a 48 and um the technician and i were talking and he's just like you know Bina's done documentaries yada 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 this that and the third and i'm just like okay cool and he's just like yeah i know a lot of people in film and as soon as he said that i'm mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. yeah okay i know exactly where to lead this. Yes. No, because yes. I know people in film. Yes. It just makes sense. Yes. And at the end of the day, too, it's like I'm very strategic in that because people can just say, yeah, I know people in film. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, tell me more before I go in and say, yeah, 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 my, yes. friend, my friends are in film. Yes. And so on. Yes. <laughs> like, because they could be film and do something. It could be porn. Be... Exactly. <laughs> oh, wait, no, no, no. Abort. <laughs> exactly. Not that type of film. No, no, no. Before I'm showing sure a picture, you're like, yeah, she'd be Oh, she'd be perfect. Damn. Rosco House Productions uncut. No, that's Damn. not happening. Not happening. <laughs> But you just never know. So for me, I like to listen and hear about, um, I try to get more information on who he possibly knows. Yeah, absolutely. And so he was mentioning some names and so on. I'm like, okay, cool. This seems like a good alley for CHP. And of course, I showed him the, the Instagram. And again, social media has its cons, but definitely has its pros. Yes. Because... It's right there. Yes. And he's seen it. And yeah, he was just like, yeah, I would love to meet them tomorrow and so on and so on. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, that was a definitely a yeah. great um, example in regards to even sponsorship. In the sponsor. Absolutely. And, and I think, yeah, and even for you, I feel like you can find encouragement and peace in that, knowing that although you may not be working with a direct team, mm-hmm you are still so many people's go-to person for what you do because what you do is very unique. Mm -hmm. Aside from styling and all that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? You're still like one of the top people that people think about when it, Mm -hmm. even for an opportunity like styling Bina to come to you, Mm -hmm. even, you know, with me and the costume gig that came up, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, I, I'm like, okay, this is my go-to person for that. So yeah. I think it's very important because here's the reality. You can be on a team of folks who are not riding for you. Absolutely. Who will ride for you when it's beneficial to them. Mm-hmm. But if they're in a room and they hear something that is suitable for you, it's not guaranteed that they're going to push you forward. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Thankfully, that's not my situation, but that is many people's situation and you learn about it after the fact right and things fall apart after that so what i'm saying is even though you you kind of roll solo in your career path as it stands right now there are still people like 
everyone on the CHP team, myself, all, you know, all the women that you deal with, you know, out here, Mm -hmm. um, who are your sponsors, Yeah, you know what I mean? Who advocate for you in the room. And I think that is the, the best way to combat the insecurities that come Mm -hmm. with, um, with our journeys, yeah, you know, because they come and I'm like, girl, I remember saying to you, I'm like, I've had my season of tears. I'm not in that season right now, but, but I anticipate that season coming back. Oh, absolutely. Because every time, and I'm not a negative Nancy, I'm always, you know, glass half full type of girl, but I just know that with elevation mm-hmm. comes like resistance and, um, obstacles mm-hmm. and stuff like that, right? Because, you know, we're spiritual people and everything begins in the spiritual realm. Yeah. Right? So it's like you got to know, you got to push past the what it looks like on the surface and like, oh, I'm throwing shade to my friend and I don't really know why. Yeah. And you got to look at it from the spiritual level, like what's happening? Like what is what is the devil trying to attack in me? Mm-hmm. And it's coming out this way. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. And um, one of the things I even just gather from after tapping into myself and after speaking to you and so on, and even just listening to myself speak right now with the pod, I'm realizing that, okay, maybe just the whole idea about not taking social media so seriously. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Because let's face it, like for me, I mean, and I'll just speak in, not even just for me, I know this for many people as well too, those likes and so forth really does help somebody's self-esteem. Yeah. Like when you see them and it's just flooding, you're like, oh my God, yes, I'm doing good. Yes, 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 yes. The dopamine is just inside. Yeah. And sometimes when I write to another post... And it's not necessarily me showing my face or it's actually me showing my work. It's like, okay, not so many likes. And I'm just like, okay, guys, like, really now? Like, mm-hmm. I tend to question myself. I'm mm-hmm. like, am I really doing something good here? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and again, it's probably because people just don't really understand how I'm doing everything. They probably just don't get my actual business and so forth. And I mean, that's totally fine. What's... As long as the right people get it, that's really important to me, for sure. And here's one thing also that came up at um, at Afro Chic. There was a panel of um, business leaders and investors, and they were talking about uh, capital gains and stuff like that. And a woman used a term, I think it was KIV, mm-hmm. and it stood for keep in view, mm-hmm. meaning you would be a business that other big businesses or investors, potential partners are not necessarily saying yes to you right now, but they're keeping you on their radar. Mm -hmm. And that for me, like me and Tasia looked at each other yesterday and we're like, that's CHP. Mm -hmm. Because we haven't had any help so far Mm -hmm. in terms of like sponsors, grants, sponsorships. We've been doing this all on our own. Yeah. But we know, and we would be naive to think that 
people are not paying attention. Yeah. We know people are paying attention. Absolutely. We know that gatekeepers are paying attention. We know that you know big businesses are keep paying attention. But the thing is, people don't want to jump <clears throat> on on your thing or jump to ride for you too quick because they want to see, you know, what are you doing for yourself? Mm-hmm. What What's your tenacity like? You know, when you're going through a slow patch, do you just quit and just the whole thing, you know what I mean? Or yeah. are you worth the investment? So I say that to say that you would be a KIV person, you mm-hmm. know, a keep in view where it's like just when you mention are the right people seeing me, are the right people like... I feel like yes, mm-hmm. but you just need to like continue. Yeah. And then it, it's it's when the seasons align, you know what I mean? To so mm-hmm. be like, okay, you know, I've been why? Because oftentimes I'm sure that people who step to you with any sort of business opportunity, and even for myself as well, it's never like, oh, I just heard of you. Yeah. It's always like, I've been hearing about you for a while or so-and-so mentioned you or I know you've been doing your thing for a while and I wanted to approach you. You know what I mean? So people have that thing of like, let me just sit back for a few seasons and watch and let's see if she stays with this. Let's see if she what she does on her own mm-hmm. before I step in and bring it to the next level. It's you true. know? So it's very interesting. So I feel like once you approach your business yourself like that, like people are always watching. Um the number of likes and all that kind of stuff become less important because even if they're not tapping the like, they've definitely seen. Absolutely. You know, we know that for a fact. Yes. You know, from the the smallest level to to your outfit to the highest level in terms of, you know, what you're doing with with your life personally and career-wise. So, yeah. um, There's one more thought that I had and we were talking off-air earlier and I find it more important and you know because we were talking about just the insecurities of navigating by yourself through your career and stuff like that and then we kind of got into a sidebar conversation about mental health Mm -hmm. you know and I just want to say that like I've been guilty of this in the past but I realize how important it is to respond to mm-hmm. your friends mm-hmm. who are reaching out to you, mm-hmm. be it, you know, um, responding to a text, responding to a WhatsApp, even answering your phone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's just like you just never know who you are for somebody Absolutely. in that moment. Mm-hmm. And the altering thing could literally be whether or not you answered your phone or not. <laughs> Trust. <laughs> Trust you know? me. Like... Even with us in our friendship, you know yeah. what I mean? There's hours that go by that I may not listen to a WhatsApp message from mm-hmm. you or you may not listen to a WhatsApp message from me mm-hmm. or even when you were initially trying to make me meet Bruce mm-hmm. and I think you called my phone mm-hmm. and I didn't answer. Yeah. And it was it's never a thing of like, oh, it's Janielle, I'll talk to her later. Yeah. It's just like, I'm... I see the missed call. I'm like, okay, well, we're here, so I'm going to bump into you at some, Mm -hmm. you know, eventually. But it was literally the thing of, like, come to the room now. This is happening now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just on a more serious level, it's like, you know, like, you just don't know where where your friends are at. Yeah. Like, emotionally, and they just need to kind of bounce something off of you. And... 
to me, I don't even say that it puts pressure on the friendship because that's what friendship is. Absolutely. Like, there's the there's the good days and the bad days. There's yeah. been friends that I've had that I just communicate over the phone and then I just get this feeling like, okay, you know what? I need to come see you now because mm-hmm. something don't seem right. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. your voice ain't right. You're giving me these little one answers and so on. Mm-hmm. And no, something's not right. And for me... Because I'm so open with a lot of things, I, fi- I find my friends um, are very open with me because mm-hmm. they know it's a judge-free zone. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whatever it is that you're going through, I ain't looking at you sideways because I ain't no saint myself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I'm that friend that will definitely listen, but I find people tend to forget at times that, yes, I'm the one that helps, but because I'm so strong that they ain't really checking on me that check much. Check on your so- on your strong <laughs> friends, folks. Yeah, because... Check on your strong friends. What you see <laughs> on social media or when you see me on road or whatever, sometimes I'm like... Yeah. Not saying that I'm going to have a, a mental breakdown or so forth, but yeah. it's more like I could just be having a really shitty last yeah. few weeks and maybe... I just need that little bit of word of encouragement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're good for that for sending me like scriptures or videos and mm-hmm. so on. I have another friend that I don't like we were talking for like we used to talk like all the time and now it's kind of just here and there because we have crazy schedules. But just the simple you good? You good? Yeah. All right. Do you want to talk? Yeah. Cool. I have right, exactly. Um, and it's so, life happens so fast that you forget to do that a lot. Like mm-hmm. I, like for example, majority of my friends, we can talk daily or weekly, but we're not talking on the phone. It's yeah. always messages, WhatsApp, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. I have one friend in particular, Bianca, and B is like the friend who keeps it old school. She calls, calls. me. And whenever she calls, it always throws me off yeah. guard for a second. I'm like... Why is B calling me? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, what like, happened? But, well, what happened? Yeah. It's always like, yo, is something wrong? Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's really just to, like, shoot the shit and talk and, like, how you doing? You good? Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that about our friendship so much because it's, like, rare now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, April calls. April mm-hmm. is, like, a phone person. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And we'll just call on her lunch break and talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Me and you, our style is, like, 20-minute <laughs> WhatsApps. You know what I mean? Which is more of my style yes. because I'm busy and I can't necessarily be on the phone. Yep. But I can communicate all day. Yeah. So, it's interesting. But long story short, check on your strong friends. Absolutely. Because we both deal with that. Mm-hmm. It's It's rare for people to ask me how are you mm-hmm. like how are you you yeah. know what i mean and to be quite honest it's rare for me to even open up mm-hmm. and say if something was wrong exactly you know what i mean if i'm not talking to like my mom or talking to god mm-hmm. it's kind of like i'm fine yeah you know what i mean like so it but don't let that deter you from from stop from not continuing to ask absolutely you know what i mean you just never know you just never know you just never know but with that um let's take a break this is a lot (laughs) (laughs) it always is but in a good way okay we'll be right back 
So this is our segment called Stage Whisperer. Y'all already know what it is by now. We just pretty much let you into our business. <coughs> our very candid, sometimes ratchet, WhatsApp <laughs> conversations. Janelle McCoy, you sent this to me um, during Care About a Weekend, and I thought it was hilarious with a capital H. So you don't know what I'm going to play right now, but... I'm not going to put you all the way on blast, but you know. You always do put me on blast, so yeah. I'm going to play this right now, and tell me how you felt. It's just like, yo, enough men were asking about you. I'm like, really? So how come none of them stepped to me? And he's just like, I don't know. They were probably drunk. I'm like, let me tell you something. I'm like, y'all Toronto men are ridiculous. And how I'm talking to you is how I text it. Text it send him a voice note i'm like y'all are ridiculous i'm like so what you've never seen me before you go ask your you go ask your boy yo who's that who's that who's that step up to me step up to me have a conversation but no you expect me to give you some eye contact and we're gonna play this puss and mouse game no it doesn't work like that this is why I fucks with Americans. This is why I fucks with Americans. <laughs> so literally, oh my, my any Toronto man that even is even trying to come and try, trying to talk to me right now, they're probably not going to talk you to me after the. You just scared them away. Scared everybody that. away. And <laughs> kind of like after just after just saying that. Toronto men don't come talk to me. Now they're really not gonna come talk to me after hearing that. I oh cannot. Oh my gosh. <sighs> but you know what? When you sent that, I was like, I get it. And and I, here's my question to you: Did you have resting bitch face? No. In the dance? No. Did you look friendly? No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, here here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, I'm a vibes girl. Mm-hmm. So. I'm in there. I say what's up to my boy because it was his event and so on. So I'm there to support him and to show my face. There was just a bunch of women up in there, like at first. So I'm just, yeah. So I'm just like. That's always the case with men putting on an event. Yeah. So I was kind of, I was like, mm, I really don't, I don't really not really feeling this right now. And. Anywhere I go, I try to make it a networking opportunity. Absolutely. Like, that's why I don't go to clubs. Because I know everybody that's going to go to a club is there. They're turned up. They're not trying to talk business. Yeah. That's the reality. Yeah. yeah. And even if it's Caravan a weekend, you never know who you're going to meet out there. So, it was that. And I seen a bunch of guys that I have, I've never really seen before. Like, just never. I've never seen them really on social media. I've never seen them on road. Like, I, I've never seen these people before. So, yeah, I could be that face um, that is unfamiliar, just like how their face is unfamiliar to me. So, seeing the vibe, but you know when there's eyes on you. You feel it. And because it's such a small space, mm-hmm. it's like when you pass by a person one, two times, you, like, you're going to know. So I was in there for maybe about two hours or so, and then I went to my other friend's party. And when I was talking to my boy the next day, just thanking him for inviting me, yada, 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 he was telling me that 
mans were asking about me and I'm just mm-hmm. like how come none of these mans came up to me facts <laughs> like I don't get this and there's That's this always the case here though yes like oh I remember it's like and we don't want to even sound like you know the the Canadians who are wet for the American. It's not yeah. that I, you. I can be anywhere in the world. Absolutely, anywhere in the world outside of here. Mm-hmm. For some reason, it's like I told you. I remember when I was in where were we? Was it Atlanta? I think it was Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And me and Tisha walked into a party, and within two point five seconds. Mm-hmm. The approach, yes. the hey, let's have a drink, yes. hang out with me and my friends. like, And there was no, like, luckily with these guys, they weren't, like, super thirsty or whatever. They yeah. were just here having a good time, whatever. And there was no, like, so what are we doing after this? There was yeah. none of that. It was just, like, you guys are attractive women and we're, we want to, like, hang out with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they had, you know, other women coming and passing mm-hmm. and Ray Ray. And it was fine. Yeah. But it's, like, here... That approach is just, oh my gosh, like like, pulling teeth. It's literally like the roles have reversed. Like Mm -hmm. they they figure, oh yeah, these women are on their woman empowerment thing and they're all bossed up and they're going to take control. Listen, I'm old school. Like Mm -hmm. to all the men out there, I am old school. Yes, I am this bossed up woman and doing my thing, whatever, whatever. But if you're trying to talk to me, don't go tell your boy that... Oh yeah, I think she's cute. Let me, um, can you can you light it up or whatever? No, and especially if you see me on road and then you figure out my Instagram and then you send me a DM saying, "Oh, I saw you at the party." No, oh, no, 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 no. Because if there was no social media, then what would what? you have done? Exactly. So I was just a bit turned off. Yeah. By and rightfully that, so. And I'm not saying that all Toronto men are like that because Toronto is a huge city. There's many men out here. I've met men who've approached me in Toronto and we're good, we're cool. But I'm finding nowadays, not so much. Yeah. And that's why I was saying that I fucks with Americans. Because <laughs> they, if they see something that they like, they go after it. Not this whole yeah. puss and mouth shit. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's true. It is true. So next is our off-figure tip, and um, where we basically share light on our industries or just gives tips in our industry, whatever it may be. So this is something I've actually seen firsthand, and whenever I do um, my talks or... Um, when I speak to um, my mentees and so forth, the one thing that I usually tell them, the number one tip is dress for success. Mm-hmm. Also dress for the position that you want, not for the one you have. Because let's face it, we all want to elevate in our careers. We don't want to say stagnant, stagnant in them. Um, and it doesn't necessarily matter what um, industry you're in, there is a proper dress code. Um, I'm finding, especially in the younger generation, and I'll be guilt. Um, I'm guilty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like when I was younger, I used to be very risque in with my outfits. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to show a lot of midriff. Um, a bit of boobage here and there and so forth. Um, 
tight pants, all of that type of stuff. Because, you know, I have, I like to show a little bit of my assets here and there. Mm-hmm. But there's a time and place for everything. Yeah. If you are in a professional environment, you have to dress the part and look the part. Especially if you're representing a specific brand. And more importantly, you're representing yourself. Because, yes, you can be fashionable. Um, yes, you can show a little bit of skin, but keep in mind your environment. Yeah. Like, I find sometimes people will use, will wear their club wear to um, a business function. Yes, or, yes, it's totally different. Yeah, it's, yeah. Total, it's totally different because, I mean, at the end of the day, you stand out, but in a bad way. Yeah. And especially if you're running up and down and doing certain errands and so on, if you are being a volunteer or anything of that nature and you're constantly running here, doing this, doing this, you got to be quick, you got to be efficient, you can't have anything that's restraining your movement. These are the things you need to keep in mind. Not saying you got to wear jogging pants and leggings and so on, but there's certain attire that you should wear in environment it's really really important uh, and it's sorry not to cut you but it's so interesting how many people don't put that together like no, that simple concept you no. know what i mean <laughs> yeah they they don't they don't they tend to forget like if they're at an event and they know that a lot of people are going to be there like influencers and so on and so celebrities. on and celebrities yeah. and so on and they're a volunteer or whatever it may be and they're they're there to look they're there to get attention they're there to show off their outfit but they forget that oh i'm actually here to work yeah it's business it's business well. yeah. and, and you can have both absolutely you and you don't fashion, understand sexy absolutely yeah and you don't know how many times i've seen volunteers in heels and then they're like trying to pick up stuff and or they say they're they're saying oh i can't pick that up why yeah <laughs> why can't you pick it up yeah, yeah yeah it's like oh because i'm in heels i'm like but whose problem is that <laughs> that's not our problem right you need to be um, efficient this is part of your job so knowing what attire to wear and if you are in an environment say you have that job interview or um, you're just starting that first job and um, maybe that job is a little bit more um, maybe you're at a desk or you're you're doing a lot of movement doesn't mean you have to wear jogging pants for the job that you're doing a lot of movement and so on or you can't you shouldn't really wear club wear at that office job but knowing the surroundings if you don't know do research ask somebody Exactly. Yeah. And it makes sense to, that's why they, I guess people like us have jobs, like, yeah. you know, in terms of being stylists and that yeah. kind of thing. So it's like, like you're saying, if you don't know, ask. Yeah. Right? Because it's a part of any type of training, the way you would get media training, mm-hmm. the way you would take a speech class. You know what I mean? Dressing for success is mm-hmm. equally a part of that. Yes, so, yes, most definitely. So pay attention, guys. And Yes. Very important. Thank you for that. 
Well, thank you guys once again for listening. Um, yes. And episode seven. Yay us. I know. Episode seven. It's this... always such a, a, a time of discovery, I feel, for us. Absolutely. Like, we talk every day, but again, like we don't really get to unpack the way we do on this pod, so I'm so like grateful for that Mm -hmm. and we're grateful for all of you guys Mm -hmm. who are listening and um like shouting us out on road yes (laughs) and um even just like oh my god when you guys i want to be a guest and so on and so on can you talk about this can you talk about in due time we want you guys to hit us up like honestly use the gmail behind the stage Mm -hmm. at gmail.com uh the with an a Yes. Um, or slide in our DMs. We know that's the wave. So, you know, behind the stage on Instagram. Yes. Or even our personal DMs. True. Yeah. True, true. Definitely. Yes. Um, you know, because we're always open to just hearing what is your concern. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Things that may not be uh, at the top of our minds all the time, but it's like, you know, sometimes we get people saying, oh, you should talk about this or this is my mm. perspective on that. And I'd love to hear your opinion about it. So, yeah, yeah I'm looking forward to that. For yes. Sure. And transparency is key, guys. So yeah, yeah. depending on how transparent you want to be. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll keep your identity on the low low. Yes. Don't worry. Yes. Don't worry. Definitely. We can call all... you fiance. <laughs> Razy. <laughs> I'm so lame. Well, yeah, guys, thank you guys Um, so much again. Yeah, and just, um, you know, in closing, you know, we always end with a quote or affirmations of some sort. Um, You know, being a writer, I'm always constantly writing down little thoughts and things throughout my day, and sometimes I just kind of write things down on my phone, and as I was thinking about what I'd like to share, what I'd like to leave you guys with today... um, I was going through my phone and I came across something that I wrote a few months ago. And um, I will just leave you with this thought. Your destiny will battle against any dynasty. Just like the raptors were underdogs. Don't let anyone tell you you can't because they don't know you for that thing. Mm-hmm. And that really spoke to me and just considering who we are, what we do, you know, um, don't let anyone say anything that you can't do. Just do it. Just do it like Nike. Amen. (laughs) Peace. Bye.